Halfway through the third bottle, a memory began to play from a projector deep back in his brain. It was about this time of year, the first time he went skiing. Paul's parents had considered skiing a rich person's sport and never asked or offered him the opportunity to try it. But during his freshman year of high school, Paul became friends with the Colton brothers. The Coltons were born almost ten months apart, Irish twins, as Paul's father would say, and they both had blazing red heads of hair which fed the flames of trouble and destruction they constantly found themselves in. The Colton boys had attended several private and Catholic schools during their elementary education, but by the time they reached high school, their parents had realized the family's money could be better spent elsewhere, and the two boys entered Mahonic Falls High School. Some of the Coltons' money came from an uncle who owned a large share of a small local skiing area. The boys had acquired a good deal of used equipment from the place. Paul assumed people had lost or left behind the assortment of boots, skis, poles, and other things the boys sold at low prices. The possibility that these items had been stolen never occurred to Paul. If you were a close enough friend, they might simply give you the equipment. Paul found it hard to refuse his first invitation to ski with the Coltons when they offered to outfit him and give him a free lift ticket for the day. Although he spent the majority of that first day on the small rope-toe section of the hill, the experience inspired him to improve and to ascend the hill the next time. He probably would have done a fair bit better on his second outing if the Colton boys hadn't taken Paul to a small storage shed on the grounds of the ski center and revealed a cooler full of beer. Paul didn't know that this scheme had been laid out by his companions some time before their second trip to the hill and that the pair had done this same thing to a few other classmates. The plan was to get a skiing rookie drunk and then take him on some of the hardest trails the hill had to offer. They got a day of entertainment watching their guests struggle, flounder, and fall every few feet. But they hadn't expected Paul's tolerance to alcohol to be higher than their own, and in the end, that was their undoing. From the very start of his drinking career, Paul had been able to drink more alcohol than many of his friends, without showing any effects. He would learn later, much later, that this early tolerance put him at risk of becoming a drunk right from the start. Paul eventually learned that the ability to drink more as a teenager usually leads to just that, drinking more. Over time, the increasing amount of alcohol a teenager drinks negatively impacts the natural growth and development of their bodies and brains. The more alcohol they ingest, the more severe this interruption in normal growth can be. Of course, Paul didn't know any of that on the day his two new friends pulled him into the shed and challenged him to a drinking contest. He only knew that he could drink quite a bit without really feeling drunk. So, he happily complied with the taunts and encouragement of the Coltons to drink one more. He simply said, after you 
and handed each of the boys fresh beers before taking one for himself time and time again until the cooler was empty. He remembered falling quite a bit that day, but there had been a recent snowstorm and the deep powder on the trails kept him from getting seriously hurt. One of the Colton boys, the younger one, suffered a sprained ankle, and the older boy was found on the side of the trail vomiting ferociously. Both brothers were taken off the hill by ski patrol and questioned about a case of beer recently stolen from the ski lodge bar. It was also noted that they were wearing skis that belonged to the rental shop at the mountain, but neither could provide proof that they had rented anything before hitting the slopes. That was the last time Paul was invited to ski with the Coltons. He smiled now, remembering that day. He'd heard some time ago that one of them was in prison and that the other one had a distinguished career as a New York State trooper.